Sometimes in life, you find yourself on the right side of the line. We got a trio of threes talking about a four. <laughs> Just because it's called a stereotype doesn't make it a lie. <laughs> you can put that on my greatness statue, that okay. quote right there. Live from Texas, this is the Dryline Farmer Podcast. has four thumbs and hates people these guys it's the dryline farmer podcast yeehaw it's safety dwight and we're here to talk about gun safety <laughs> landon you did catch that didn't you because casey's laughing <laughs> the time that dwight uh, shot a hole in the floor yeah all right yeah, that's that good awesome. that's a good one that's, that's a good one that, that was a quality episode what what's i just watched that one Really? What did I just yeah. watch? I watched, um, oh, it was like season six or something. So so uh, the reason I watched a couple more extra episodes this week is because I was in the hospital for a couple days after a heart episode. So I had time on my hands, so I watched a couple office, uh, office episodes. I watched Red Dragon, and then I watched the uh, final round of the tournament uh, championship on the PGA on Monday. So that was pretty exciting. But uh, nonetheless, I had time on my hands and uh, money on my mind. And when you got mo money, you got mo problems. But nonetheless, here we are. This is the Dryline Farmer Podcast. We're here to talk about PTSD in the in, not in the workplace in the wild wild west. Now we're going to talk about the different things that um, may or may not have been true, but we're going to go with what all the famous western movies tell us because. All that's going on in the Wild West movies is rooting and tooting and shooting and a whole lot of whorehouses. But that was just the John Wayne movies of the 30s. But uh, we'll get into that later. And uh, we want to join um, with Casey. Casey's up there in Nebraska. He just had a, a record-breaking snowstorm. And, of course, we've got Landon Nolan here down here where we've got, what, heavy mist, Landon? Would, is that what you would call it? Yeah, yeah, heavy mist. A some, heavy mist. Average wind, average thirty-five mile per hour wind, and a heavy mist. Those those sound like names of losing horses in the Kentucky Derby. A heavy mist, a light wind, breaking uh, wind, yeah, breaking <laughs> wind, yeah, or uh, yeah, glue factory. But uh, Casey, tell us about the uh, the big blizzard you had up there in Scottsbluff, Nebraska. Uh, there wasn't much of anything. Uh, it was supposed to get to twenty-six degrees, and it got to thirty-two, which is good. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say this. That's this time of the year. I mean. You go from 105 on Saturday to, to 32 on Tuesday. There's I mean, that's a thing, right? Um, but the odd thing about that too is this time next week it's 98 degrees again. So yeah. So yeah. Hello, hello pneumonia. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> hello <laughs> pneumonia. He's got huffing and wheezing as he walks through the uh, walks through there. Hello COVID. Yeah. 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 yeah, COVID's the least your worries with that big of a yeah, It's going to spike, obviously. I mean, of course it will, right? Yeah, well, I mean, I guarantee you down here, the COVID worry has, except at the hospital, they're still kind of vigilant about it at the hospital. But um, in public places and stock shows, at even at church, it's the masks. The masks have come off. So 
It's the whorehouses. <laughs> you think they ever had to wear? Are the whorehouses back in business? Do you think they're still quarantined? Oh, like like, like more like yeah. more quarantine than typically. Yeah. If they I still would. exist and I ever found myself in one, I would wear a mask. <laughs> wear ass. You need to wear more than a mask. <laughs> <laughs> I would wear a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> Again, where? <laughs> Up top Every or down minute. below? <laughs> you need to wear a two-headed helmet to make that work right. Oh man, the bunny! The bu- did y'all ever watch um, that guy that had that what the Twilight Ranch? What was it called? Was it on HBO? Bunny Ranch, huh? Bunny Ranch, yeah. Bunny Ranch, yeah. Boy, that was a. I mean, that was a classy dude, man. That was a cash cow <laughs> with a bunch of class whores. Yeah, that was uh <laughs> man. You talk about a classy individual that gets on TV, and of course he's got the bald head, uh, the shaved head. No, I'm sure he, I don't think he lost his hair. He shaved it. So Landon, you're off the hook. But uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to shave your. I don't know if you can al- are allowed to have hair as a. Well, what's the what's the uh, name of the dude that runs a whorehouse? Um, the, uh, yeah. the huh? Pit. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess a pit. I was thinking of some other name, but what what was the. I bet- the I bet probably everything in there is shaved. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> high and tight, baby. High, uh, and tight. high and tight or low and neat. One of those things. Well, uh, that's part of the probably part of the PTSD and the STD that uh, happened in the Wild West back in the day. But um, before we go any further, Landon, we, I ran across a tweet today that I retweeted, and it made me think of you. Apparently, a guy had a bunch of cus- trust uh, customers that were truck drivers coming in and using... Uh, the bathroom for number two. And to fix this, he took off the toilet seat, and apparently that fixed the problem. (laughs) Do you find that that's a uh, workable solution at your place of work, and are you willing to try that uh, strategy? I'd be willing to try anything, but I don't don't think it would work. I think... I think you'd get if you get the right guy, you're gonna you're gonna get an upper decker pretty quick. Now, toilet toilet seat's gonna be the least of your worries. <laughs> an upper decker. I, I wasn't too familiar with that. Am I gonna have to go to the Urban Dictionary to check that out? Urban Dictionary. Here we go. <laughs> I Urban used to play on a softball team. I used to play on a softball team called the Upper Deckers. <laughs> oh, God, I, I, I let's see. I'm gonna see what they say it is. It's a it's a party favorite, Brent. Make sure nobody's around. Oh, they gives you it gives you a uh, uh, it gives you a uh, list of com- or uh, how to list. Step one: make sure nobody's around. Step two: quietly open the lid of the upper section of the victim's toilet. Quietly. Step three: quietly place the lid down on the floor. <laughs> step four: then take a nice. This is underlined as a link. Then take a nice shit in the upper section of the toilet without letting anybody hear you. <laughs> step five, which is also a linked step, wipe your ass. <laughs> step six, place the soiled toilet paper in the upper section of the toilet or in a drawer or magazine. <laughs> step seven, slowly lift the lid off the floor with your fingers under it and with your fingers under it and carefully bring it over the toilet. Here's the hard step eight. Here's the hard part. With your fingers under the lid, slowly place the lid on the toilet. No false moves or you're screwed. Step nine, <laughs> leave and don't let anybody see you. Just bail as quickly as possible. And step 10, mission accomplished. <laughs> uh, 
so they have a couple quotes here. It says, from the plumber. The plumber says, it looks like you have feces in your toilet's tank. Victim, it must have been an upper decker. <laughs> plumber says, yeah, right. It already It's already clear that you're stupid enough to shit in there. <laughs> uh, I, I'm so sad that that's a thing. I'm so, we need to do an Urban Dictionary episode. That is for sure. I'm right. That's be- going to be next week. That would be that's a good idea. It would be cool. It would be a cool concept if, if that's actually where you did do your poops because <laughs> you'd have like a footrest. It, it, everything would probably work smoother. Yeah. You do realize that I'm, tank I'm, is I'm not a tank. You may not have been a part of an upper decker oh. in my younger days. You may or may not have. Yeah. You can either you confirm nor deny. Nor deny. You see, I, no offense, but offense. You seem like the upper decker type. Before Casey, Casey, before before you tell the story, can you tell us what you may or may not have eaten before this? So we were at a party with a buddy of mine, and we did. I had this one friend of mine that would do anything you told him to do. It didn't matter what it was or whatever it was. Drunk or sober, didn't matter. Yeah. When we were growing up, we would. Our favorite thing to do was to go down to the river and build a, go fishing and stuff like that, and build a fire and and uh, and chew tobacco when we were like. Six, you know, sixth grade. You know. Oh, sixth grade. Oh, okay. Sixth grade, not not six years old, but sixth grade. And this How old were you when you killed your first man? <laughs> <laughs> so a rabbi and a priest walk into a bar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, continue. So we 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 send him into the to the grocery store, and he would come out with like fourteen different kinds of chew before you had the right one. And of course, you know, he paid for them all. Yeah. Air quote. Right. Check out and, the log in my pants, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so we were at a party one time. This was in we were in college, I think. And yeah, I was in junior. Yeah, I was junior. So yeah, we had a we had a party, and, and uh, he goes, "Dude, we got to go." I was like, "Why?" He goes, I just, I "Just took crap in their in their toilet." I was like, "What? Well, that's, that's fine. People do that." He goes, "No, no, no." The upper decker, and I go. <laughs> That's a real thing. I didn't know that was a real thing. I was like, that's really a thing? He's like, oh, yeah. Just ready to go right now. It is. It is now. <laughs> so so we, we're walking out. We we're walking out. I didn't know this either, but he also he also took a piss in the ice trays and, and, and left a whole tray of ice trays full of piss in the freezer. Good like, gosh. My goodness, man. You really you kind of took it home on this one. He's like, I know. This going to be great. And they tore him away and they wake up. It's going to be awesome. Jeez. This isn't going to work out good for anybody. And, of course, it wasn't. So it was... This guy was a uh, a wanted individual for some while oh, after wow. that, but it was sure was funny. It made me laugh, and I and I, you know, of course, I don't laugh very easy. But it was it was <laughs> a uh, it was a it made me chuckle on the inside and the outside. And every time I saw that, that girl walking across camp, <laughs> I start I just I could totally start laughing because <laughs> I know they didn't know what was going on until it finally you know, worked its way through the system and it made it. <laughs> and then two <laughs> years, it was totally gone like a month later. And then two <laughs> years later, we married. <laughs> until, the next, until the next morning when their, when their tea bag, tea bag on the rocks contains some actual tea tea. In it. Oh, shit, Did he put man. some popsicle sticks in the ashtrays and left the popsicles? Or? <laughs> no, but he did. He made a, he, I, I, I called that the, uh, you know, he 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 did he did the perfect Prank. amount of damage that you could do without doing any real damage. Made me laugh. Speaking of PTSD, good God! Wonder how long it takes urine to freeze. 
Not very long. You'd be shocked. Thermodynamics come into play real, real quick. So, well, it's just they, the piss starts out at 98.6 degrees and just goes down from there. Well, you know, you've seen on Twitter a million times where you take the boiling hot mm-hmm. pan of water and throw it in the uh, sub-zero temperatures and it turns to ice before it hits the ground. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. so same concept with urine. It's no different. Casey, this, this winter in February, I want you to t- go fill up an empty syrup bottle. <laughs> After a long after a long night of drinking milk or whatever it is you do up in Nebraska, go toss that shit up or I'm sorry that piss up into the air and see what, see how many hits you can get on YouTube. It might actually it might turn the corner for me. I get a, I'll be a big winner by then. I think it'll put you over the top, like like on the upper decks of the podcast world. No pun intended. <laughs> oh no, it was intended. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, um, now that all the potty talks out of the way, we're going to get into the Wild West here. Now, um, everybody's a big now. Before I go any further, let's just go ahead and get this out of the way. Do y'all watch Ye- Yellowstone? You do. Uh, no. Yeah. I, I haven't. Ju- my wife watches it. I guess me and Landon are the only two people in the country that don't watch Yellowstone. I got Brandon. My wife branded me the other night, so it worked well. She branded I you? Have- yeah. I guess that's in the show. She was, yeah, everybody gets branded. I don't know for sure why, but everybody gets like, you're going to get branded. Uh, Next thing you know, they're burning each other with branding art. I don't quite understand the concept. I believe I'd go work at the cafe. Yeah, I would too. I'll wash dishes. Because people got branded back in the 40s, and it was not very good. No. No. Mm. I have seen seen Open Range about 130 times. That is a good movie. In true grit, probably more, even more. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I've said this before though, but I'm gonna say something sacrilegious and say the remake was better. You are so wrong than the original. Close to being right, Jeff. um, Well, you can say the dude. The dude did not do better than the Duke. The dude. I don't know. I don't know. Of course, I saw the I saw the remake before I saw the original, so a lot of times that makes a big difference. But um, I mean, no, give me hell did you see the first one before you saw the original True Grit. I was busy watching yeah. Back to the Future every night. Okay, get off my ass. And but, Star Trek. What kind of man are you? And Lord uh, of the Rings. No, I've never seen Lord of the Rings. So eat, uh, eat yeah. my ass on the upper deck. Bring so your <laughs> okay. <laughs> But uh, the, the the king of all westerns uh, is Tombstone, so we can probably all agree on that. I would hope. Which one, the Kevin Costner one? The uh, Kurt Russell. You're just one. kidding. Good gosh, Kevin Costner is horrible. I don't need, have I seen that one with Kevin Costner? I don't know. Dude, but... that came out in the same year. It's horrible. It's like the same damn movie. Which one was it called? It's called Wide Earth. Wide Earth. Wide Earth. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I... bad. Like. I probably saw it's it. It's like going along and then like his wife gets sick and it's like three hours of him like caring for her and then she just dies. And you're like, well, that was fun. Wild Earp was back. quite a gunslinger, but he sucked as a doctor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, now, I'll, Tombstone, Tombstone's a good movie. Oh, the, I mean, it's got the best quotes. I mean, so many different gems of writing in that movie is just, uh, you know, it's pretty hard to walk away from. But no, uh, you know, I, I read a little bit of Wild Earp. He was uh, mostly a, uh, he was only like a, that like he only did that deputy and sheriff and or whatever you called it. I mean that was like a very short amount of his life. Most of the time he was a gambler and a kind of a not a wanderer, but womanizer. Did was he a womanizer? 
Oh, I, I don't know. I thought, I thought that's what you, you were know, trying to I, say. No, I don't think he was. I mean, I think he was married maybe a couple times, but uh, I think Doc Holliday, he was a – of course, he had the TB, so he didn't – He live. was a player. Yeah, he was a dentist player. I'd be a huckleberry. But um, so let, let's get into it here because I know Landon's got to go to go to bed here at some time, and uh, we don't want to let him off the hook too easily. So we're going to go ahead and get into it. So I went here on, on the Internet and looked up a couple things. A lot of the uh, articles on the Wild West said, you know, the Wild Wild West wasn't really wild at all. It, if anything, it was the mild, mild West. And this is actually on uh, How Stuff Works website, and um, this came out, oh, five years ago. And um, but before we get into that, what 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 do you think of the wild? What do you think when you hear Wild West? What are the what are the different types of events or uh, situations that you always come to the top of your head when you think of the Wild West? Shootout in a saloon. Shootouts. And this is a like a forty-five minute episode we're doing. VD. Uh, <laughs> we had public hangings. We had shootouts at high noon. We had. Whorehouses. Well, what else did we have? We had wild Indian raids. Yeah, we had we had fights. We had we had, we had some land to take, I guess. Yeah, there was all, there was pillaging and plundering, and there was yeah. there was also let's see what else. There was um, all kinds. I think, there was, of, I, think they, I think they put a railroad in back then. Yeah, yeah. they they <laughs> they forced Chinese men into uh, small <coughs> caves and they blew them up, blew up the caves to make a tunnel without the Chinese guys getting out first. They just can the Irish, according to oh, blazing. And then that, not remember when, oh, when what was that show that, that, that Tom Cruise is in? Far and away. Far and away. That's it. Yeah. yeah I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. The, oh, uh, Tom Cruise. Remember, Cause he, he gets, the cave blows up and he walks out of it as it's blowing up and he's fine. Yeah, he's well, he's ass. he's kind of powdery looking, isn't he? Like, shut up. Yeah. No, according to according to Blazing Saddles, the Irish had to help with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we don't we don't want the Irish. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. <laughs> that, that still reminds me of that great line in Austin Powers: "Like, there's two things I can't stand." People who have no tolerance for other people's culture and the Dutch. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I, I don't know. Have either have either of you guys gone to the gone to gone to South Dakota, like uh, to Deadwood or anything like that? No, you guys no. ever been there? So no. so where I live at in Scottsbluff, it's only like I don't know, whatever, it's three and a half or four hours. Landon, to, get to comfortable. Deadwood. This is gonna take a uh, while. So, so there I was, and, <laughs> and six years old with a big shoe in it. <laughs> there I was, there I was, trying to stay inside the lines, and I had a dealer and Levi was. Garrett drooling out the side of my mouth, sitting on my ex's toilet tank. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there's a uh, if you go down downtown Deadwood, it's it, it truly is still to this day kind of uh, somewhat of a, of a wild town, but. When Denwood first was developed, and they started, you know, they they found gold up there and all that stuff. There was, I can't remember. There's a there's a hotel that's a bar now that, that this guy is it in. Is it in to, Nebraska? No, no, it's in it's in, South, it's in Denver. Okay. It's, it's Can you Florida. drive anywhere in Nebraska four hours and still be in the state? Uh yeah, quite a ways. Okay, actually, yeah, you can, okay, you can make it. You can make what, what, state, what state is it in? Sorry, South, South Dakota. Dakota. God Almighty, listen. Okay. Sorry, I'm thinking about the toilets. So there's a there's a there's a deal that was in Kansas. It's a whole different deal. But that was uh so 
you took this tour like a ghost tour. You're supposed to go on this thing and you don't see ghosts on having but it doesn't matter. But end of the day, he kind of laid the story out of what early dead would look like. And it was a lot like they did in, in like the HBO version of, of Deadwood actually was pretty realistic. He said there was a two there's a two block radius, and in that two block radius there were like something like I can't remember how many, like twenty one bars and like 15 brothels in a two block radius of, wow. of, of Deadwood. So, I mean, you Google, I Googled uh, PTSD and wild, wild west. And, and, you know, these are, these people are painting this rosy picture. Either this guy's lying to me or, or, or they were actually, it was actually that bad. And the stories that he was telling about people that, that lived in these places where it was nothing, there was nothing good that came out of it. I mean, they were, they were living these, these uh, prostitutes were living this like life of entrapment. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they were living like an entrapped, entrapped life and they were, they were, you know, living in these, these really like horrible locations and there might be seven or eight or 10 guys a day that they go through. And it's just nothing, nothing good was coming. It was just awful, an awful existence. But how many it, orphanages were in this block? <laughs> well, that's, that's, the, that's the other thing. Like, yeah, There's a lot of children that in Scott in uh, uh, Deadwood that were, that were very much that were, that were orphans because their moms were prostitutes and they gave them up and whatever else. And, you know, it was just that that's an awful town as far as, as, as like their history goes. The absolute last name that I would give that town is Deadwood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm looking at it here on Google Earth and just uh, pull down the downtown. It's just like a little, like it's almost like a movie town because like there's one main street and it's sandwiched in in this valley. Anyway, it looks like the, a typical, what you think you would see in the Old West. Okay, Casey. But it, it, I mean, if you if you get a chance to go to Deadwood, it's a cool town. I mean, it's a, it's a fun touristy little little place to go, and there's there's a million things to do, and you know, Mount Rushmore is thirty miles away or whatever it is, you know. So it's it's a it's a neat area of the world, but it has a very 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 checkered past, and it's not it is there's nothing good about the history of Deadwood even to this day. I mean, ooh, they know. have a craft beer fest. Nice craft beer fest. And there's a there's a lot of casinos there, and you can go gamble your life away. But there's a it's a it's it's a, it's on that Sturgis run too. So like Sturgis uh -huh. is just thirty miles north of there, I think. Maybe it's not nice. even that far, fifteen miles north, or something like that. So during during that that uh that June, July, August time frame, it's there's a million people. I mean, there there might be five hundred thousand people between. Wow. There's Deadwood, so it's it's a it's a it's a big deal. So, Casey, did you go to the Days of '76 Museum? Uh, no, I didn't make that one. No. Okay, I think that's there too. I'm just looking at their website. Did you go to the so. Clerk of Court, Lawrence County? <laughs> no. Okay. No, no, I haven't, I haven't made it to that one yet. Okay. Damn, it looks pretty cool. So. Their residential area is about, I would say, eight or nine blocks of people, and that's about it. Yeah. And um, it's pretty, I mean, if they would have done South Park here, I bet they probably could have done a Western version of South Park and made it work. So, yeah. Hey, what are these What are these big things in the background with the trees all over them? <laughs> that's what she said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I've never seen these things. <laughs> So it's not, it's not flat there. That's awesome. I like the mountains. 
So, Casey, I'm looking over here. Are these gold mines or are these like copper mines? Yeah. No, there's gold mines there. So you can still like do the, you know, like there's a place you can go get like a, like a pan, you know, like pans uh -huh, of gold. Yeah. And you might get like a flake or something like that, but it's, it's nothing crazy, but you can still, you can still get some gold out of it. Well, no, these, no, these are open, open strip mines. Like they got like several levels. Oh yeah, there. I think there might. I don't know if there's any commercial mines there left or not, but, but I mean, there, for a while, there was commercial mines there. So this this also kind of sounds like um, well, there's a whole lot more town over here, but uh, the kind of a lot of these uh, names of different little places in Deadwood sound just like Little House on the Prairie. You've got Bobtail Gulch, you've got yeah. Sawmill Gulch. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, no, those look like some open, like from what I can remember, those those look like copper mines because it's like stair stepped in a circle all the way down into an open open mine. So that's all I can okay. figure. But maybe they did gold that way too, years and years. Because yeah, these are definitely uh, no longer in use because they're grown over in in vegetation. So yeah, it's uh, it, it's quite the place. But uh, and I saw about an episode of Deadwood on HBO, and I think they said the f bomb more than they did in Wolf of Wall Street, and that's saying something. Hmm. Yeah, I think so. Again, on that tour I went on, they were talking about the first people that that came up there because at the time Deadwood was was when they first found gold up there, it was just an open area. There was no town, there was right. nothing there. A few Indians up there, and you know, had had a, had a, had a settlement up there, but. You got to remember that in South Dakota in the winter, it is brutal. So, right. I mean, they show up there with their, they come from wherever they came from, and they've got a, a sleeping bag and a, and, a, and a trailer, you know, hooked to a horse. And they, I think they said like 67% or 77% or something like that. Some, something in seven people that came up there to, to actually um, go through and, and dig, dig gold out of the countryside didn't make it. Not because they quit, but because they died. Wow! Um, because of exposure, so uh, it's a, it's a, it's kind of like, well, like the same thing. Like Alaska is another one of those places like that in the Klondike. You know, it's, it's the same deal. You know, they all show up in the springtime and to start digging gold, and then you know, two and a half months later, it's fourteen below zero. Yeah, for the high, and it's forty-seven below zero at night, and you've got two pairs of socks, a t-shirt, and then and a blanket, and you're supposed to make that work. Yeah, kind of deal. So even even if the gold was in bars, there's still several things I wouldn't do for a Klondike bar. <laughs> <laughs> Die yeah. would be at the top of the list. Yeah, but, so. then, but you take like uh, so. Have you ever been on any of those uh, uh, those town tours in in Colorado and and uh, like Southern Colorado where all the copper mines are so, in Mexico, New Mexico and all that? Oh, you know. We went to some cave. We went to the was it Cave of the Winds, somewhere around Colorado Springs. I don't know. I don't. I think there were, might have been mines in the area, but I think this was real close to them. And it. I mean, you walked through, like pitch black. I mean, you had to crawl through stuff and dodge stuff. It was, it, it was pretty neat. But it yeah. might it might have been like a a lead off of a gold mine. But anyway. That's probably the closest thing I've seen. Now we've been to Silverton. Now they had, I guess, silver and gold mines there, and that's over yeah. by Durango. Yeah, I've been there on like, like ATVs and stuff, doing that whole that whole tour through there. And there's a the cool thing about that place is that there's 
the wild thing about Louisville is that the amount, if you just go look at all the, all the history of the town that there were for every, every bar, there was like three brothels. So, I mean, you had zero chance of ever making it. Even if you struck gold, I mean, the, yeah. I, the idea that you're going to make any money and keep any of it, it's not going to happen, you know? Right. Yeah. There was a, there was a bar we went into, I think in Simpleton when I was there that had something on the wall. And it's the fact of there were 25 or 30 different, like, uh, what do you call those things? Like deeds. Mine, to mine oh yeah. Uh huh. And, and what the deeds were there and they were worthless mines. They ended up not producing anything, but those were all deeds that guys had lost in, in, in gambling poker games, their, yeah. like poker games and stuff like that, that they lost their entire life savings. Cause that was all they had to bet time was that was that mine to make it work. There was there was no Dave Ramsey's on the corner doing a no. radio show, huh? No, I'll tell you this much, man. You guys that come in to uh, <laughs> those the guys in the old west, man, they they really were out there trying to make hello chicken shit out of chicken salad. Yeah, pretty, pretty you know. They found a limb and they were going to bet it on the on a pair of queens. Probably is what they were going to do. So yeah, no, they weren't. They weren't terribly financial. They were so fiscally irresponsible when it came to the Wild West. So, uh, and most of those people too were like sucked into the whole. Like, there was a, a Nigerian princess. I was going to save him at the end, type of thing. You know, they had the internet. Man. You know, they didn't even have internet. It oh, was wow. just some telegram they got. <laughs> <laughs> they got a Nigerian yeah. telegram. Yeah, they got a Nigerian telegram. Oh, looks like you're a millionaire, sir. <laughs> you're, you're the one millionth telegram recipient. <laughs> <laughs> looks like you've got a shot here, friend. Good job. You got some telespam. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, the warranty on your wagon is shit. <laughs> Please yeah. contact us now. It's uh, even even then our, they knew it was a scam. Our records show that you warranted out of out of expiration. <laughs> <laughs> and the Texas Tech Alumni Association would love to uh, <laughs> have you involved in our uh, uh, alumni donation program. Anyway, so um, we're supposed to be talking about the Wild West, but nonetheless, we can talk about pretty much anything we want to. But um, what would you, hey, what would you wear to a public hanging? Would you wear your Sunday clothes? Which I know back then, you know, even at, when did they stop? When did men stop wearing? Basically, so men, I think men stopped wearing suits or ties all the time. The same time, people started smiling in pictures. Yeah, I think I think a lot of that was they realized like you know this wool is hot in the winter. We should find something different to wear. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think that's what drove the the suit business out of out of style there for a while. In in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's ninety five degrees. Let's put a wool suit on. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah. No wonder. No wonder people are always pissed off. I don't know about y'all, but at a, at a public hanging, I would wear a turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the one time it would probably be okay. Yeah. Maybe a bolo. Maybe a bolo. <laughs> I'd get. Yeah. I'd get my. I'd get my wife a choker <laughs> necklace. <laughs> a turtleneck and a bolo. That would be. That would be. That would be perfect. Can you, can you imagine Facebook back in the day of the public hanging and the high noon shootouts? Yeah. Would you mm. think people would check in and then like, and then like, 
so say say this guy say this guy like murdered this whole like maybe murdered like three children out of this family. Do you think they would give the uh, victim's surviving family the murderer's phone? And as soon as he hit the bottom of the rope, they would say. Lance Jacobson just checked out, you know, or something like yeah. that. <laughs> it'd, be like, it'd be like today, it'd be like, Brett Carlson marked himself safe at the Rand- Randall County hanging. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that is awesome. Yeah, no, I would think I'd have to, I'd want to wear something kind of light and cool. I mean, I guess... I mean, I don't. I guess they didn't have a hanging season. I mean, they probably hung whenever the sentence was supposed to be carried out. I don't figure they. You figure they canceled school for a hanging? <laughs> no. I think it was an event. It was actually. I think it was a pretty big event. They like, had they had food trucks and everything. <laughs> they had they had taco trucks and they had dipping dots and all kinds of stuff. According according to the movies, it was a big deal. I mean, yeah. This is ice cream from the future. this is from the 1900s man this is crazy (laughs) like on a on a million ways to die in the west to go to the photo booth it says Uh photographs made by lightning and god himself (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah so i'm surprised i'm surprised nobody in those hangings made you know made the sign you know that you see in the things like I don't get what Fred's so hung up about, you know. <laughs> yeah. You think, yeah, do you think they had protesters there with signs? That, oh, God. Because I wonder, watched the, if, <laughs> wonder if a hangman wore a shirt that said, I'm with stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of instead of the arrow going sideways, it's kind of angled downwards. Yeah, yeah. He'd, he'd wear in, in the age of Facebook, he'd wear a shirt that said hashtag hang time. <laughs> oh God, that's morbid as hell. Yeah, no, he probably wore a shirt that says like no news is good news or something. <laughs> that, that's from that's from Blazing. I think that's that's either Blazing. I think that's Blazing Saddles. Oh. Maybe Robin Hood. Men with tights, but either oh way. Oh, God, that's funny. That is funny. So, yeah, the public hanging is, uh, I can't imagine the um, the stress and the post-traumatic stress that um, some of the wives, and, of course, I guess back then in the day, you go to a hanging and then you'd go, you know, catch catfish over there at Old Man, River, Old yeah. Man, Old Man Johnson's Pond, you know, after a wet season or something. Hey, hey Brant, what, what do you think would be the last meal of choice in the Old West? Well... I mean, what? How many choices did they have? It was pretty much beans, like meat, <laughs> be, beans and yeah. tough meat, or maybe some buffalo. I don't know. Get beef and creek water. <laughs> beef and creek water. <laughs> probably they'd probably give them a piss popsicles. Probably what they'd give them. <laughs> they probably just tell them, "Look, anything we put in you, we're gonna have to clean up later." So. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! So the public hanging. So the high noon shootout. I wonder how impromptu they were. Do you think like they gave everybody like a like? Do they have like a, they ring the bell at the church like at eleven o'clock, say you know that this is your one minute, or this is your one hour warning, you know, and then people would start kind of start you know milling around the wooden sidewalks and come out of the saloon and the so the taxidermist and the druggist and the and the dentist. Yeah, and I would. Anesthesia. I would guess that there'd be, well, they use whiskey. Same difference. 
and it, yeah. it, it kind of carried a little bit. You got to believe that there was some kind of like, well, it looks like it looks like Randy and, and Chadwick are going to get after it. So. <laughs> Chadwick. <laughs> so, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have this this fight, and then at eleven eleven forty five, based on the the shadow of the of the clock tower, then you know they would they would, they would, so, they would have this gunfight. From what I from the westerns I've seen, I don't ever remember um, seeing any cheering going on during a during a high noon shootout. Do you think they really did cheer back in you know after somebody got shot, or do you think there was any innocent bystanders? Well, the man in black was always the bad guy, so I'm sure if he ever got killed, then there was a there was a there was a level of cheering. They could also been you know on the sideline going like, "Don't be a bitch, don't be a bitch," <laughs> over and over again. You know, it's like Marty McFly. He puts a, a cover to a, um, a wood burning stove there on his chest and. Yeah, he beat Griff Tannen with it. No, was it Griff? No, Mad Dog Tannen. Yeah, Mad Dog. Mad Dog. Yeah, Mad yeah. Dog Tannen. Nobody calls I'm, me Mad Dog. I'd be pretty far away because you see how like football players celebrate when they make a like just a regular tackle. <clears throat> I assume the guy that wins fighting for his life is probably celebrating pretty damn big. He's probably firing off the next five shots into the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. I th- I'm betting the first chest bump originated at high noon shootouts is what I'm betting, <laughs> you know, yeah. or, or maybe they don't, they didn't have an end zone because they wouldn't have an end zone dance without an end zone. So maybe they, uh, maybe, maybe like five guys from like the saloon singing barbershop quartet came out and all put their arms yeah. around their shoulders and they all kind of skipped off into the saloon for a shot of whiskey or something. They could have also done something like, you know, at a football game where like the, uh, the, the, game sponsor for every first down that the home team gets they, they donate ten dollars to some whatever you know <laughs> same kind of thing where they do but for every gunshot fired the the uh yeah, tim's tavern donates ten dollars to the to the will of the, of the fight so, so the, the winner of this shootouts today will will donate ten dollars to the local lions club <laughs> that that was an aqua one chest wound <laughs> <laughs> Old, old man McClint- Uh-oh, he just got shot. Old Man McClintock is now in the Case IH red zone. <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, Brent, when do, you, when do you think that these shootouts went from, like, you know, walking 10 paces and turn around and shooting to, like, just standing in front of each other? Well, when, I, did, when did we get lazy? Well, again, in, in Blazing Saddles, what did they do? He did one, two, cha-cha-cha, or... Didn't he do that? Yeah, it's what he changed. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little, yeah. Little oh. bastard shot me in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, I'm gonna have to go watch that movie again. That was this uh, guy was brought to you by Baskin Robbins. Yeah. Appreciate it. <laughs> I bet the I bet the funeral homes did a lot of advertising there. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they did. Yeah. So, so say like both of them get shot, like but they just get wounded, and then like the entertainment director comes out, it's like we're gonna take this quick break in the action for, <laughs> from a word from our local, <laughs> our local Seven Eleven or something. You like got slurped. This draw is brought to you by Nebraska Lottery. Right here. <laughs> You can't win if you don't play. Nebraska Lottery. Probably. Now back to the action. It'll ruin your life just the same. 
we're gonna go we're gonna go watch a shooting and then we're gonna go to the pawn shop and buy a buy a used gun that didn't work right <laughs> yeah. oh god that's classic the aim is a little off on this gun my name's chadwick smith and when i'm in a gun battle <laughs> yeah. i only use remittance <laughs> yeah when i'm in a high noon shootout i only shoot with the best <laughs> colt Oh, man. Oh, oh, that is great. That is great. Man, so, bullet, bulletproof vest companies could make a ton of money in that. They could, yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know why they never... I, I can't believe Marty McFly was the first guy to ever think of wearing something bulletproof to go under his... You got that no, there's, there's one in a Clint Eastwood movie. Yeah, you got the good, oh, bad, and the, bad ugly. the ugly. That's yeah, the dude's like killed. shooting him around the heart. Yeah, you can only kill a man by shooting him in the heart. Yeah. What is the advantage? That's where you got that from. That's where he got that from. And, and no, he puts like a metal. He was, he was watching the good, uh, Marty McFly was yeah. watching that sometime. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> I, I watched those movies. I actually watched uh, Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. And what was, um, what was a couple other Those weren't spaghetti westerns. So, no. Uh, good, Bad, and the Ugly. That's a trilogy. See, so Good, Bad, and the Ugly. Six dollars yeah. And Hang Him High. That was, that was a different one. That was a different Man, one. Man, Brent. Even in the Wild West, you still go to sci-fi. <laughs> what sci-fi? Oh, back to, oh the back to the future. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we we already we went, we went to Clint Eastwood. I'm like, that's not sci-fi. So my favorite Western is Cowboys and Aliens. I've never. I've I haven't seen, seen that I've seen one. Parts yeah. of it. Is that Harrison Ford? It's really not that good. Harrison Ford's in it, and the guy that played double with uh, James Bond. Which James Bond? Oh, the, the, the newer, the newer, newer one. Daniel. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Yeah, that's it. Anybody and that they has... came, they came to the, they came to Earth to steal gold. That's what their thing was. You would think aliens would have been evolved past gold. You like, think so too? Like I came here for uranium because I'm like a nuclear generator type of gimmick, but no, I need gold. I can't. <laughs> I can't imagine the cowboys in the Wild West putting up with a whole anal probe thing. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole, that's a whole thing, right? Nope, nope. <laughs> you guys ever watch that show? What's that show on HBO where, where they do the whole Wild West thing? But it's like a, it's like a, like a, like a Android thing. Um, Android thing, an Android. Westworld. Thing. Westworld. Oh, no, you ever watch that? that. Uh, That's kind of weird. You know, anyway. I have in a lot of different ways. A lot of is it, is it wrong in a few ways? Well, it's like this, uh, the concept is that there's this world of, of robot android type people and it's all based in the Wild West and then you pay this money and you take this vacation and you get to set up your, your you're either a villain or a good guy or you're a hero or you're whatever, you know, and, and these, these androids kind of do their thing and, and they kind of play along with you and the, the scope of the, of the whole show is that just like any, any android or whatever that comes along they they become smart and they realize that that they're being taken advantage of and they you know whatever have some kind of artificial intelligence that no one thought about was yeah. going to happen i think but there's it's it's a it's actually a pretty good show but it's like any other hbo show it's very graphic and very uh i like graphics. very very thought <laughs> graphics graphic i you know, know i know yeah, um, yeah. But- yeah, that's pretty good. You know, back when we were when Landon and I were kids at Hereford, they had a we had our kind of summertime. What was the town and country jubilee? You know, the, the big, jubilee. Jubilee. Yeah. They had a freaking. I mean, back in the day, it was legit. They had this Wild West show. 
uh, there in the park, and they had you remember that, don't you? I think so vaguely. Yeah, yeah, I was over on the east side of the park. Anyway, they had this like whole setup, like they had this saloon kind of deal. I mean, they were just you know fake storefronts or whatever. Then they had this ha- uh, hang- hangman's. Um, I forget what you call it, but uh, the actual term. But I um, mean, they pretend like they'd hang somebody, and then they'd pretend that somebody shoots the rope in half, and um, the guy would the guy would fall through the uh, you know the trap door, and really it's right. they had you know bl- guns with blanks in them, all that kind of stuff. It was really neat, but um, I'm not really sure that's how it went down in the old Wild West. I watched one of those MythBusters where they tried to do that, where they'd shoot a shoot a rope, like a hangman's oh. rope with a gun, and I don't think. I mean, it was. I can't remember what kind of gun they used. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure it was a rifle. I. I bet they. I think they tried it with handguns, and of course, they never got. I mean, freaking close to you know even hitting the rope, let alone breaking it in half. But um, I think. I think they never could break the rope because there was never. They always had to put a whole lot more weight on it than um, than what a, like an actual human body. It would never get enough tension in the rope to uh, be able to break it with the bullet. So and the whole thing of you know. Hitting it with a bullet is kind of hard to believe anyway. So, Nonetheless, that's where we're at. Well, guys, we're getting here to the end of our time. We're going to get out of here. And um, so next week, I'm, I'm already looking forward to next week. We're Whenever we get here, because we're going to start harvest, and Landon's going to have all the elevators ready and all the locations ready to take corn. And um, so we're going to be so busy. But no, I don't, I don't know if we'll be cutting this time next week. We might be. But um, we're going to have Urban Dictionary. I, I, I'm so excited. <laughs> That I can't even stand myself. Hopefully, I'll uh, skeet, 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 skeet. Like the, from my bunnies. We're gonna learn about, about buckle bunnies and lot lizards. This is gonna <laughs> be great. Lot so I read a, I read a book. This, this truck driver guy wrote a book. I read it. He was a he wrote he he drove one of those moving trucks like Atlas moving or those. Um, you know, that move people across the country. And I guess those guys make about the best money because they do the packing, they, everything. And, I mean, they make the best money of all drivers going across the country. Or who, was his, who was his favorite country music artist, Alabama or Kathy Matea? <laughs> Tanya Tucker. So, um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, anyway, but, uh, yeah, he talked about lot lizards and um, the uh, poor, I mean, it was a pretty, pretty sad state of affairs for the, for the women, but um, – Anyway, they were just prostitutes at the truck stops, and they would go around. I've seen – I'm sure you all have, too. I'm sure you all have seen the stickers on the side of the trucks that says, no lot lizards, please, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> right next to the Jesus fish, you know. So <laughs> anyway, but uh, we're going to get into the Urban Dictionary. We're going to get into oh, the no. Urban Dictionary when we get back here on the Dryland Farmer Podcast. Landon, where can we find you on Twitter? Uh, no twit, Landon, 44. And Casey, where – what do you do, and what's your podcast, and where can we find it at? Uh, Moving Iron Podcast is all about the economics of the farm equipment business. So if you're checking out what's going on in the latest trends in farm equipment, check me out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Moving Iron LLC. Also check me out at MovingIronLLC.com for all the latest news that there is to do. Weather and sports. So, weather and uh, sports. Yeah. Casey's got an episode that drops like every 12 hours, so it's really kind of hard to miss him. And um, – He's kind of taking up more than his space on the uh, the entire internet um, network we've got going on here in the United States. Tens of listeners. Yes, tens. Tens upon tens. Of tens listeners. upon tens. Well, maybe if you wouldn't upper deck them when you uh, send out an ad for your podcast, you would get a few more <laughs> listeners. But um, 
Nonetheless, uh, Casey, you live and learn. Well, you can find the Dry Line Farmer podcast uh, through Twitter. That's at Trader Brent. And, um, of course, we're all over the podcast publishing platforms of, um, yeah, iTunes, Google Play, all those good things. Spotify, I think even Stitcher maybe. And, of course, just like the Moving Iron podcast, we're on the Global Ag Network. So, guys, until next time, y'all stay cool out there. Um... Try not to make any popsicles of any personal waste you might have. Be a human, maybe. And until next time, we'll ask you. What's that about? The Dryline Farmer Podcast, a member of the Global Ag Network. There's podcasts, and then there's this, the Dryline Farmer Podcast.